The time for empty talk is over. Now arrives the hour of action. It's time for the John DePietro Show here on News Talk, WNRI, 1380 AM and 99.9 and 95.1 FM. He's a special kind of sentinel. Mr. DePietro, who is in the eye of the storm. Suddenly, John DePietro became the story. Radio talk show host, John DePietro. All right, here we go. The power hour has arrived. Good afternoon. What it all. Here I am at Juan. It's John DePietro weekdays. We start at 11. We go until 2. It's AM 1380, 99.9 FM. Always online at WNRI.com. DePietro.com. Visit DePietro.com, the new approved website. All the podcasts are there. You can listen live there. You can contact me there. If you'd like to advertise on the program, we actually have at the moment a rare one or two slots that are open. Why not? Support your local business. Support the show. Uh, visit depetro.com. Brand new website that we've unveiled. I, I like it a lot. It's clean. It's easy. We're going to have a new independent report coming up on that and a lot more. New year, new website. You can check it all out. Uh, this portion of the John DePetro Show is brought to you by Case. Remember, whether it's lunch, dinner, or drinks in the lounge, Happy New Year, one and all. You know, I love Case. is one of those places. It's got a great vibe. John and David do such a good job there. You walk in. Everyone, it just has a nice feel. The, the most delicious steak sandwiches and pastrami in all of New England. They're waiting for you at Case. And hello to... Don't forget Faye behind the bar. And Danny's in the... Um, in the kitchen. All right, 766-1380. This hour, no guests. Just want to take your phone calls. I want to talk about um, our, the situation with Iran a little bit. I will talk local. By the way, this 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 thing with Mattiello, um, I, I, I don't have an answer. People are emailing me. Why isn't the local media doing more about this? I mean, for crying out loud, his chief of staff, Leo Skenyon, state police going after him. He has to hire a criminal defense attorney with Bill Lynch, who's a spokesperson for the Democrat Party, and no one blinks an eye. No one, bl no one blinks. I think Donna Perry is right. This is New York. This is Boston. This is somewhere bigger. There is immediate press conference today, resignation today, whatever the hell it may be today. But not this. All right, good afternoon to everybody on Facebook Live. Uh, take part in our poll on Facebook Live. Would you vote Link Chafee for President of the United States in 2020? 776 votes. Make sure you vote in that. Also, we have the story, uh, Matty Yellow, one of the witnesses in the money laundering trial. But along with Leo Skenyon, the chief of staff to Matty Yellow, who the state police questioned him in October. Let me say good afternoon to everybody on FB uh, Live. Um, Let's see. I'd love to see Joe and Hunter get subpoenaed. There's uh, Pat Cordalesa. There's Christine. There's everybody. Let's have a big thumbs up. Boy, the Facebook Live numbers have been incredible. And uh, we also, I keep it up. A lot of people watch it. Good afternoon. Um, like um, Different people seem to watch it at night. The numbers go way, way up. We had a huge uh, show on, on um, what's today? On Friday. On Friday, we had a huge show after the, um, the whole bombing and everything. So... Uh, so Facebook Live just continues. Let me also um, check out. I like that. Uh, Iranians preparing the Air Force for World War III. Did you see that? I think that's funny. Maybe some people don't like it. I think that's funny. Someone sent that to me. Uh, what else do we have on um, Facebook Live? Oh, we have the podcast of Justin Katz. Podcasts now are available there. So if you ever miss the show, for whatever reason, 
if you ever miss the show, if you go to thepetro.com, you'll see listed podcasts, and you can everything is now uh, listed there. And what else do we have? Yeah, there was a big show. Yesterday was a big show. Friday was a really big show. Uh, the return of Gump. Do you think Tom Brady will play for another team next season? 470 votes. Uh, yes, he will play for another team. 33%. No. Patriots or retires? 67%. People are not prepared for what about is, is what is about. To, I think what is about to happen here. Because I, I think he's, uh, well, I, I've been very consistent. I mean, all the, the signs are there. I think that he's gone. Now, I also just said, now, again, we don't, I don't do sports. I don't do sports. However, I just saw that the, um, I don't understand why. And, and some of these people say, well, you know, the cap and blah, blah, blah. I don't, and I don't want to get into a big, trying to talk to Patriot fans. who It's, it's unimaginable to them that he's going to leave. There's a lot of different interesting plays going on with that. You know, there, there's... I, I, let me just share what I wanted to, just to finish the thought is that, um, hold on, and I just saw it, and that is that the uh, the Giants have just hired, um, the Giants have just hired one of the Patriot coaches, and it's not Josh, Mc, it's not Josh McDaniel. But so you wonder what is Brady? Uh, hey, how about the situation in Australia? Have you heard about all the fires and everything? And these these nut uh, they, they they think that in Australia these are all like climate people that are that are lighting all these fires to make a point. Can you imagine? Like that's how nut these nuts these people are. Um, hold on, I just saw it on. Uh, the new head coach. Well, there's also, there's a couple, how about the Red Sox are now involved? I, again, I don't do a sports show, but the Red Sox are involved with the uh, the spying situation. That's also just breaking. I, I shouldn't be doing these stories. How did the Giants end up hiring Joe Judge? It began with Patriot coach Bill Belichick taking him under his wing. So the Giants are hiring Joe Judge as their head coach. He's the Patriots' special team coordinator and the wide receiver coach. So, you know, I don't understand why people don't understand that Tom Brady could end up playing for the New York Giants. I have no idea what his relationship is like with Joe Judge. So the Giants have hired the Patriots Patriots special teams coordinator and the wide receiver coach as their head coach. And Tom Brady and Giselle, they have a beautiful, apparently, apartment in Tribeca. In New York City, I think it's worth like $25 million. So they, they love New York. There are two places that we know of that they own property. One is in Brookline, that's for sale, and the other one's in New York. I don't understand why, um, why people don't mention that. So Joe Judge is the Giants' new head coach. Giants are finalizing a deal. Make Patriot wide receiver coach Joe Judge the next head coach. Um, Matt Rule took the Panthers' head coaching job. So I don't know where that leaves Josh McDaniel, and I don't know what that means about the relationship of Tom Brady and Joe Judge. So would Brady want to go there? Do they feel that they want a quarterback like Tom Brady? Everyone is saying the Chargers at this point. Everyone is saying the Chargers. Um, Wow, Joe Judge is only 37 years old. 
Patriots special team coordinator. Um, he was an Alabama assistant, three-time Patriot coach. Planned on joining Josh McDaniels, the Colts staff, but stayed with the Patriots after McDaniels withdrew. So Giants did not think 38 was too old to be a quarterback, too young to be a head coach. So I think that's interesting. I think that's very, very interesting. But let me get to, um, and again, I do want to get to Mike Pompeo, who I thought was brilliant from this morning. But I do want to, um, the Red Sox, Major League Baseball, Stein ceiling controversy broadens. Sources say the Red Sox used video replay room illegally in 2018. Oh, boy. Now, that was, let's see. Um, when Major League Baseball punished the Red Sox and Yankees in 2017 for conduct related to electronic sign stealing, the league touched on the epicenter of a problem that's been growing for years, the video replay room. These rooms intended to help managers decide whether to challenge umpire calls were established after baseball introduced replay review in 2014 some teams quickly realized the rooms also were easy to places to learn a key piece of information the sign sequence used by opposing pitchers and catchers so my goodness so now the um the red Sox are coming under fire now as stealing signs um hold on so first it's the Patriots, now that. The allegations came two months after the Houston Astros were accused of using an illegal sign-stealing scheme in 2017 when Red Sox manager Alex Cora, who joined Boston in 2018, was bench coach. Now, this is a report out of The Athletic, cites three sources who play for the Red Sox in 2018. Video replay rooms, blah, blah, blah. As a result, the Red Sox employee would determine the opposing pitcher's sign sequence in the video room before relaying it to a player. That player, in turn, would tell a Boston base runner who could then relay signs as he saw them to the hitter. It's cheating, a source told The Atlantic, because if you're using a camera to zoom out on the crotch of the catcher to break down the sign system and then take that information and give it out to the runner, then he doesn't have to steal then he doesn't have to steal it. While sign stealing isn't illegal in baseball, using any kind of electronic aid is strictly prohibited. Um, so, now, didn't the Red Sox win the World Series <laughs> last year under that, under Alex Gora? The Red Sox alleged scheme needed to have a base runner in order to be executed. In addition to possible ramifications, Cora could be facing discipline for his role in the Astros sign stealing. Oh, here's what I want to mention. Um, before I get to uh, Mike Pompeo, U.S. prepares for a possible Iranian reprisal after uh, drone strike. Something, and again, folks, I, I know some of you don't like some of the sports stuff, but I, I am intrigued by both of it. Something that I think is interesting, and this is the last thing I'm going to say about um, uh, the situation with, with Tom Brady before we uh, lose everybody. Hi there, there's Brent Barrows. Uh, no such thing as climate change, says uh, Christine. Uh, there's our friend Pat. Um, Something that I think is interesting is, the, and, and, and I don't hear anyone say this. So, number one, I don't know why. I don't hear anyone saying, why couldn't Tom Brady go to the New York Giants? They still have a young quarterback. Uh, they, he was looking at, they were, the, the Brady's, Giselle and Tom Brady were supposedly looking at homes in New Jersey and Greenwich, Connecticut in July and August. So, especially in August. So, and their house is for sale. 
So I don't know why people just rule out. New York is the epicenter of marketing, and he wants to push TB12. And plus, you you know, he wants investors in the business. You have all the, the hedge fund people are right in New York. Um, he would be a, a media superstar, celebrity superstar in New York. The Giants have not been doing well at all. It's a, a, a historic franchise. I mean, the New York Giants is a very prestigious franchise. So I, I, I don't know why no one, everyone now, the latest is maybe go to the Chargers and some people say in the Indianapolis Colts. But something I think that is interesting, I bet Kevin Sanford, that I don't hear anyone mention, is there's a feeling that Patriots owner Robert Kraft might at the last minute fold and give Patriot quarterback Tom Brady a two-year deal. Now, Coach Belichick, they feel, he feels, listen, he, he's done. We got everything we out. We're not going to pay him a lot of money. Brady said, I'm not taking a hometown discount. I want the most possible. And there is, you know, there's speculation that if you're seeing the L.A. Chargers and you have a brand new stadium and you'd be in L.A. And therefore, uh, boy, it would be great. It'd be exciting. He's sitting courtside at the Laker games and LeBron's out there and Magic Johnson. And he's sitting at the Dodger games. And, and uh, plus you have TB12 and you're launching it now in Los Angeles. That it would be a big, big play. So I do believe that Tom Brady is going to end up either in Los Angeles or New York. I know some people find it impossible to believe. And the day that it's announced that he's leaving, television is going to show people crying and they can't believe it. And every, I agree. Everyone's going to be numb. And I, I couldn't sleep the other night after they lost. I mean, I'm a fan like so many of you. But I think this is interesting. There's a feeling that maybe that Belichick is afraid that Kraft may fold. That at the last minute, when push comes to shove, the Patriot owner Bob Kraft may say, I don't want him to leave. It's my team. We're going to give him two years, and we're going to give him as much money as he wants. And that's it. Because suddenly, the other day, it started being floated out that Belichick, Coach Bill Belichick, who I think is the greatest coach, that he could be in play to go coach another team. Now, I think that is floated out by the Belichick people to serve notice to Patriot owner Bob Kraft that if you overrule me on this, you made me get rid of Jimmy Garoppolo. I didn't want to. I found the replacement for for Tom Brady in Jimmy Garoppolo. If you make me, if you sign him, if you cave and give Tom Brady the two-year deal and all that money that he wants, he's going to be 43 44 and 45 playing. If you do that, I am not suffering through this the next two years. I'm not. I'm done. He doesn't like to work with the young receivers. I don't like this whole thing with Alex. I don't like the whole TB12 thing. The guy is going to be 43 years old. No one plays that long. So if you do that, then I'm out of here. Forget it. I'm not having. So, and I also wonder is Patriot quarterback Tom Brady trying to force Kraft, Patriot owner Robert Kraft, trying to force him. Thank you, Gerald. They're, they're magnets, Gerald. They're not stickers. They're magnets that I'm holding up. Here's, here's something I don't hear anyone saying. Is it possible that Brady and Josh McDaniel, they don't, that, is it possible that Tom Brady doesn't want to leave? He doesn't want to leave, but somebody's leaving. Either he's leaving or Belichick's leaving. Is it possible that Belichick has said, Robert, if you sign him, if you give him the two-year deal, I'm out of here. I'm not staying. I'm not coaching. 
And is it possible, obviously, now Brady is saying, I want to, you know, I'd love to stay. I'd love to stay if they're going to pay me, blah, blah, blah. But is it possible that what Brady is really gearing up is trying to convince Robert Kraft and Jonathan Kraft that with Josh McDaniel as the head coach, they could win without Belichick? Can you imagine if what really ends up happening, and again, I haven't heard anyone discuss this, is that Belichick leaves and then Brady and McDaniel take over the team. I don't think that's the right move. And I'm a huge, just like so many of you, big Tom Brady fan. But for crying out loud, the guy is going to be 43 years old. 43, 44. And Belichick is your coach. It is a race against old man time. It is. But I haven't heard anyone play that out. Is it possible that Brady's like, that, and, and Kraft is threatening, maybe we should give him the money. Bob Kraft, who desperately, you know, I, it's going to be sad, and it's going to be a tough PR hit. People are going to be devastated. But I don't think he is definitely not done. And I, I don't think Tony Romo was clear enough the other night when he was saying, I don't think he's done. I think he's coming back. But he didn't say, you know, he's coming back to New England. He just said coming back, and I think people all took it that way. But I think people, I mean, so many adults... You can't even have a conversation with them because the, at, the, the thought with so many adults that for the final two years, he may just want to go play somewhere else. What kind of life? What about, here's what I don't hear anyone ask. Where does Giselle want to live? Where does she want to live? What kind of life do you, folks, and again, it's 124. Good afternoon. It's John DePietro. I want to just express this to you. I don't hear anyone talk about it. You can't tell EEI. I mean, they're so in the tank and it's, it's so unpredictable. You can't even get any, like, real information. There's such homers for it. But no one, you haven't seen Giselle at all this season. Where does she want to live? Where does she want to live? There are people saying that she hates L.A. Well, maybe she hated having a house in L.A. if then he was playing for the Patriots. But maybe if they were going to live out there. You know what she does like or love? Where do they own a home? New York. They own a home in New York City, so she obviously likes New York. She is international. They're an international couple. What kind of life do they have? Do you ever hear about him out in the town in Boston? Never. Do you ever hear, oh, there's a picture of Tom and Giselle out with a couple other couples. And He's too big. He has no peers. So if he was in L.A., I don't know. They're having dinner with LeBron. They're having dinner with some Hollywood stars. She's an international Supermodel, international. She goes to Paris. She knows people. They take them out to dinner. So the two cities that fit that profile are New York and L.A. And TB12 is tapped out around here. And if his future is TB12, it can't grow anymore. I still don't think that's the best idea. I don't think it's going to be as successful as they think it's going to be. But that's what he's doing. But I don't hear anyone say that. Everyone's just talking about the team. Two things that I would look at, and then I am going to jump on move on about the Tom Brady situation is where would it make the most sense if you really want to promote TB12 that's the partnership business he's in with that Alex Guerrero his questionable best friend and trainer what would make the most sense two cities New York and LA and the other question is where would Giselle want to live now don't say some people say she can live wherever and then he'll get a condo did you watch Tom Tom versus Time on Facebook? I did. 
He seems to like having his kids around at night. He likes to like helping them with homework. He likes having his family unit. His par- I, And I get it. The parents are on the West Coast. His parents are older. If, his, if he played for the L.A. Chargers with their new stadium, and he's sitting courtside with the Lakers and LeBron's fist-bumping him, and he's sitting with Magic Johnson at the Dodgers, and he's out with Tom Hanks and having dinner with George Clooney, and the Hollywood elite flock to him, and they come to TB12 opening on Rodeo Drive and Beverly Hills and blah, 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 and all the studio people and, and everything else that goes around with it. That's a one-hour flight for his parents to see him play in L.A. If you read the story about Tom Brady's parents, he hasn't been to, they haven't been to as many games because he lives on, because uh, his parents are older and sometimes his mom, I guess, had been sick. And so it's harder for them to fly cross-country. But it'd be a quick flight to L.A., but I think the uh, Joe Judge hiring in New York is an interesting one. He's a young guy. I would imagine he emulates Brady. And I, I, don't, I don't know why I don't hear anyone talking that Tom Brady could go to play for the New York Giants. And don't say because we lost to them twice in the Super Bowl. That's ridiculous. I don't believe any of that. It wouldn't matter. And they love New York. Two years with the Giants. Maybe three. Two years, $60 million, $50 million. And that new quarterback, Daniel Jones, they have, he can learn from the greatest quarterback in the game. Ratings would be huge. Don't tell me about cap space. They can, the Giants can free up some stuff and everything else. All right. Anyway, there's my Patriot rant for today. But I don't hear anyone talk. I don't know why. The biggest talk now is I could see the charges. And I, I understand that. I do understand that. Because that, would be, that wouldn't be the worst move. But I, I think that's an interesting play. If Maybe he doesn't want to leave. Maybe he doesn't want to leave, but he's trying to force Kraft to get Belichick out of here. And then Josh McDaniels is the coach. Maybe. I don't think that's a good idea because I do think that Bill Belichick is the greatest coach. I do. I think he is brilliant. I do. And, um, you know, they all make mistakes, but he's a brilliant guy. All right, 766-1380. Earlier today, Secretary of State Mike Pompeo on last week's drone strike, which I fully support, by the way. Let's hear a little bit. He was uh, the guy, this guy could end up being president of the United States someday. Hold on. And finally, there's been much made about this question of intelligence and eminence. I I answered it multiple times on Sunday. I'm happy to to walk through it again. Anytime a president makes a decision of this magnitude, there are multiple pieces of information that come before us. We presented that to him in all its broad detail. We gave him all the best information that came not only from the intelligence community, but for those of us who have uh, teams in the field. We evaluated the relevant risks and uh, the opportunity that we thought might present itself at some point. Uh, And we could see clearly that uh, not only had Soleimani done all of the things that we have recounted, right, hundreds of thousands, a massacre in Syria, uh, enormous destruction of countries like Lebanon and Iraq, where they've denied them sovereignty, and the, the Iranians have really denied people in those two countries what it is they want, right? Sovereignty, independence, and freedom. Are, this is all Soleimani's handiwork. Uh, and then we'd watch as he was continuing the terror campaign in the region. Uh, we know what happened uh, at the end of last year in December, ultimately leading to the death of an American. So if you're looking for imminence, you need to look no further than the days that led up to the strike that was taken against Soleimani. And then you, in addition to that, have what we could clearly see were continuing efforts on behalf of this terrorist to build out a network of campaign activities that were going to lead 
potentially to the death of many more Americans. It's the right decision. We got it right. The Department of Defense did excellent work, uh, and the president had a uh, entirely legal, appropriate, and a basis, as well as a decision that fit perfectly within our strategy and how to counter the threat of malign activity from Iran more broadly. So that is a brilliant guy. I find him so impressive. Aren't you glad he's the Secretary of State? Who, to you, in your mind, has more credibility, him or Congressman David Cicilline? Congressman Cicilline, don't call him a terrorist. What do you mean? That's what he was. That's what he was before we killed him. Here's a little more Pompeo. Let me tell you who's done damage to the uh, Persian culture. The president threatening their cultural sites. What cultural sites do they have? Every, every time you look over there, it just seems like stone walls and mud huts. Let me play this. We will, we, will take, we will take every action we take will be consistent with the international rule of law, and uh, you, you, the American people can rest assured that that's the case. Let me tell you who's done damage to the Persian culture. Yep. It's not the United States of America. It's the Ayatollah. If, if you want to look at who has denied... Uh, religious freedom. If you want to know who has denied the Persian culture is rich and steeped in history and intellect, and they've denied the capacity for that culture to continue. If you go back and look at the holidays around Cyrus and Nowruz, they've not permitted people uh, to celebrate. That's they've right. not allowed people that they've killed, that Qasem Soleimani killed. Yep. They've not allowed them to go mourn their family members. Uh. The real risk to Persian culture does not come from the United States of America. Sure. That there is there is no mistake about that. That is exactly right. You know, he is, I mean it, I, I don't remember the last time. Have we ever had anyone this impressive? Now, let me think of what I just played for you. And now let's compare that to the people that, and again, folks, 401-766-1380. Good afternoon. It's John DePietro on this uh, Tuesday. Let me play uh, on Saturday. You had these nitwits at the Rhode Island State House. How about Channel 10? Many gather outside the State House chanting no more endless wars. What, what, what were there, 15 people? Many? I, I don't think there were many standing out there. Let me just play songs, speeches, chants. Listen to this. Testing the airstrike. So a group of anti-war activists could be heard chanting no more endless war. NBC 10's Connor Cyrus reports from the Rhode Island State House where the afternoon rally took place. Organizers tell me that they planned this rally in 24 hours and are happy with the turnout. They said even in the pouring rain, they had about 200 people show up. Songs, uh. speeches, and signs all calling for unity and the end for endless war. Jonathan Daly LaBelle is one of the organizers and he says it's time to get the attention of our elected officials. Uh, our delegation, congressional uh, delegates, really are not doing enough to resist all the war and the militarism and reigning Trump in. He says since the airstrikes on Friday that killed Iran's military leader Qasem Soleimani, tensions have escalated. He calls the airstrikes an assassination. Would be entering into World War III. I mean, it's not too dramatic uh, to say that. Certainly yes, it is. Uh, increasing turmoil. Uh, it was basically a lack of foresight by our congressional, too many of our congressional people. He says the mission of today is to protest against the government's reckless escalation toward further war in the Middle East. So as people stood under their umbrellas in the rain, some singing, speaking, and listening, one veteran says we can't get lost in semantics. The thing we need to also remember is that this country hasn't declared war 
formally through Congress since 1942. Even though people here are against what the Trump administration has done, Secretary of State Mike Pompeo said the airstrikes disrupted an imminent attack in the region that put American lives at risk. That's right. With that being said, people here say we can't undo what's happened. At least try and halt anything further. And I encourage people to educate themselves, to learn about the U.S.'s history of involvement in one war after another. People that showed up today said that the next step is for people to reach out to their elected officials. Reporting in Providence, Connor Cyrus, NBC10 News. He's a uh, new reporter apparently at, at NBC10. You know what's amazing about that, folks, is um, the crowd that is out there, they would be protesting. They, they, they are pacifists. They're against any involvement in any way and that's one thing as we talked about last hour one thing i will say or something of why i think bernie sanders continues to be so popular is bernie sanders is like that he's against any type of conflict period all right 401-766-138 you know i was just looking on my twitter feed and once again governor Amundo, you know I, I i can't stand this talk that gun legislation is going to be a big priority at the Rhode Island State House. Ba- based on what? We don't have a gun problem. They, they want there to be, the progressives, they want there to be a gun problem. We don't have one. We don't have mass shooting. We don't have anything like that. We haven't had that. We had one nut in Westerly. And as a result of that now, they want to have all this legislation about the Second Amendment, and we'll talk about it. You know, something that is good news, folks, Providence Journal carried it. Rhode Island State Trooper back at work despite lawsuit against superiors. A veteran state police trooper sued his superiors, alleging they pressured him to alter unfavorable background report on an applicant returned to work yesterday after 15 months on paid sick leave. Lieutenant Michael Casey worked for the department for 25 years, returned to full duty, said Colonel Jim Manny. Superintendent of the state police said he could not comment further. Casey sued Manny and three other supervisors in federal court, alleging they coerced him unsuccessfully to change his background report on an applicant, Garrett Demers, son of retired Captain Jim Demers. And Garrett Demers, what does he do? He works for Mattiello. And his father, retired uh, Captain Jim Demers, who I hear is in a little bit of a jam situation at the uh, Rhode Island Convention Center. We're going to have more details on that coming out. Casey had not recommended Garrett Demers to become a recruit because he discovered Demers had more than two dozen interactions with police in Rhode Island and Massachusetts, including vehicle crashes and a disorderly conduct arrest at Six Flags in 2013. In April of 2018, Casey said he was ordered to report to state police headquarters where Philbin, Fleming, and McKinney told him change the background report on Demers. Now, here's the thing, folks. I mean, think about this. It's one thing. You have a young guy, two dozen interactions with police. What does that mean? Think of two dozen. A dozen is 12. That's 25 incidents. Think of someone of the age of, you know, 17 to 21, 22. 25 incidents where your name shows up in a police report. A fight, 
some kind of an altercation, some kind of trouble, disorderly, 25 times. And that doesn't include the number of times that you actually got out of a jam because he would quickly say, my father's a trooper. Does that sound like someone that should ever have a gun and a badge? Mike Casey was brave enough to stand up against Matty Yellow and that Jim Demers and the rest of the troopers and say, I'm, I'm not, this guy is. It was brought to you by Immortal Seats for the best seats. You want to see the Celtics or the Bruins or you want to see Motley Crue or Taylor Swift or Kenny Chesney? Download their free app, Immortal Seats. You can call Michael. He's right there in his office on Smith Street in North Providence, 888-933-SEAT, 888-933-7328, Immortal Seats. Download the free app, look for them on Facebook, and also they do have the, um, their website, obviously, immortalseats.com. But download the free app, type in promo code 3030OFF, 30OFF, 30OFF, and you get $30 off your first purchase with immortal seats. But download the free app to your phone or tablet. All right, it's John DePietro, 766-1380. A lot more ahead on this Tuesday. Do you own and operate a small business and you rely on communicating with your employees while they're out in the field? Well, if you do, this is the perfect time to make the switch to T-Mobile for Business. This is Sal with T-Mobile for Business, and I encourage you to reach out to me today at 401-332-0000. This is the perfect time to make the switch to T-Mobile for Business. Right now, we have unlimited plans with unlimited talk, text, and data. With no contract, great deals on iPhones and Samsungs, this is the perfect time to make the switch to T-Mobile for Business. Stop wasting money. Call me for a free consultation at 401-332-0000. Again, 401-332-0000. Stop wasting money with your current cell phone carrier. Call me today, Sal with T-Mobile for Business, 401-332-0000. Well, folks, J.K.L. Engineering, the heating season without question is here. It's going to get, listen, it's going to get colder. Right now we're enjoying a little bit of a bump of mild, mild stretch, which is nice, by the way. My dad used to call that, you know, this is bonus weather. Absolutely bonus weather it is. Right now it is 40 degrees outside. That's not breaking news. But the temperatures for the week, look at that, Saturday could be high of 61. Oh, going for a bike ride. Sunday, 57. But it will get colder. Boy, this is nice, mild weather. My goodness. But remember, J.K.L. Engineering, the heating season. Let J.K.L. install a natural gas, high-efficiency carrier infinity system. The energy-efficient, quiet, more affordable than you think. If you're saying no gas, then no problem. Let J.K.L. Engineering design and install a high-efficiency heat pump system, including ductless splits. Heats in the winter and it cools in the summer. Listen, for your heating system in your home or business... Call J.K.L. Engineering. Highest rebates on the market. They also do new installation and replacement of high-efficiency gas boilers. J.K.L. Call them, 401-351-7600. 401-351-7600. J.K.L. Engineering. Call them for a system replacement, oil to gas, or for a heat pump. Estimates are free. Financing is available, both residential and commercial. Call J.K.L. Engineering today at 
401-351-7600. JKL, they're the best. They'll get your heating system working the most efficient it can. Call JKL, 401-351-7600. You are listening to The John DePietro Show on 99.9 FM and 1380 AM. News Talk WNRI. Smitty Arrow on a Tuesday. Good afternoon, one and all. Here I am. It's Juan. It's John DePietro. This portion of the program brought to you by Case. This portion of the John DePietro Show is brought to you by Case. Remember, whether it's lunch, dinner, drinks in the lounge, stop by Case. They're waiting for you. All right, phone lines 401 766 1380. 401 766 1380. You can email me. It's john at John at Visit the new website. Karen did such a good job. Innovast. Hey, for your business, you need a new website? I just uh, freshened up mine. And wow, it looks so much cleaner. Check it out. Go to depetro.com. I'm holding it up for those on uh, Facebook Live. He tells it like it is. Nice and clean, easy to maneuver. There's the home. Meet John DePietro. All the podcasts. If you ever miss the show, you just go to DePietro.com and boom, there it is. Pull it up. We have our merchandise with the magnets. There's more coming to that. If you'd like to advertise on the show, we actually have one or two openings. You can uh, contact me there and also contact John. And all the information that is there, uh, it's all at DePietro.com. And then right at the bottom, you have Innovast Digital Marketing. And there's my friend Karen, who's terrific. Hey, for your website, for your website, maybe you're listing right now saying, Juan, you know, it is New Year. It's out to, you know what? You have to spruce it up sometimes. You do. Um, DePetro.com, the form that it was in was very effective in me for, but, you know, things keep changing. You have to freshen it up a little bit. By the way, at the top of DePetro.com, you also see Listen Live on the, right-hand side, and then to the left, you have all the social media links, Facebook, Twitter, my Instagram, and my YouTube, all right at the top of the page. There we go. Um, yes, that is exactly right. All right, so check out uh, DePetro.com. This portion of the John DePetro Show is brought to you by K's. Remember, whether it's lunch, dinner, or drinks in the lounge, stop by K's. They're waiting for you. You know, the crew there is so terrific. And the service is great, and everyone uh, couldn't be nicer. It's such a good vibe. They run um, such a, a great thing. You know, I just wanted to pull up the, the situation in um, Australia. It, uh, it is completely uh, crazy and out of control, as a matter of fact. Um, let's see. more. You, you can always email me, john at dipetro.com. This clown... Had blah blah blah, gonna fight every week because he knew it would make him look like a tough guy. There'd be no consequences. You're right, Brian. Think about that. Uh, regarding Josh McDaniel, uh, Josh is only left with only the Browns. Proof he isn't as valuable as people think. Other teams don't want him. Are the Pats gonna keep him? I don't know. What about that? They try to force out Belichick and Brady and. Josh then run the Patriots. I don't think that's going to happen. Cambridge elects first Muslim woman mayor. Mayor's accomplishment and inspiration of American Muslims running for office all over the country. 
Congratulations to her. Um, let's see. Some other email. People send me stories, by the way, which you could always do. During Obama years, Biden re- reportedly helped Soleimani in Iran gain more power in the Middle East. Nice job, Joe. I, I think he's fading. I really think he's uh, fading. Um, I, I don't see it. The one, if you were to ask me right now, and a reporter asked me the other day, what do you, you know, what do you think about New Hampshire and Iowa? Uh, the, I mean, the way I see it is, and I, the Democrats may not like it, but boy, all momentum seems to be with Bernie Sanders. The Sanders campaign, and, and this type, as I mentioned, you know, his crowd is young, and it's the squad, and they are. They, even Ramundo, Ramundo calls him a socialist. Uh, Joe Palino says he's not a Democrat. Bernie Sanders. Bernie Sanders could end up winning Iowa, and Bernie Sanders could end up winning the New Hampshire primary. He could. Um, what was the other thing I want to... Uh, Wanted to mention, the chief editorial in the journal is terrific, scathing. I do like the word scathing because that's a rough one. That is, uh, that is pretty rough. Um, let's see. Soleimani caught red-handed plotting with another terrorist leader before the strike. Why, why am I? I, I don't understand. And, and I agree with uh, Donna Perry saying it seems to be falling on deaf ears. And it is. The whole thing about the Democrats think that, you know, everyone is going to be upset that we took that guy out. But these fires in Australia, it's a biological Armageddon. Millions of animals, many found no other condom, may have perished. Disastrous bushfires. How about the fact 85% of the fires in Australia are caused by human activity. 13% 13% confirmed arson. 24 Australians have already been charged. 183 are facing legal action. Climate change in Australia. They've been arrested for arson. And they're the ones doing it to try to make a statement about climate change. Are they going to start doing that around here? Is that, what, is that what's happening? On, um, is, that, is that what's happening in California? I mean, are they completely nuts? You know, that's the, uh, the Kat Kerwin effect, right? You don't like something. You don't like a statue. You vandalize it. You're upset about uh, climate change, and you don't think that people are doing enough about it? Then you start lighting fires. I mean, they, they absolutely should be punished. And the amount of fire and destruction is, is unmeasurable. Immeasurable, I should say. He's John D. Petro. Folks, listen, that's going to do it for this Tuesday. Uh, enjoy your Tuesday. We're back tomorrow at 11. I, I uh, encourage you, I implore you to visit the website, depetro.com, D-E-P-E-T-R-O.com. And again, if you ever miss the show, all the podcasts, a list right there. Plus, you can listen live. You can contact me there. We're back tomorrow at 11. Stay tuned. The John Dion program is next, right after the 2 o'clock news. Happy New Year.
WNRI and W236CW Woonsocket, 1380 AM and 95.1 FM.